to be horrible. Will they succeed with their lack of skills and keystone lights? Or give in to great gaming? Probably not. Jesus walks a lot. They call me Imes, Brink of Eternity, and King of Zed. Captain Hook, in. Horrible Gamers Podcast. Bienvenidos al Horrible Gamers Podcast. Episode 62. I am one of your hosts today. Jesus walks a lot. I am joined by the King of Zed, King of New Zealand. How's it going? Very well. How are you? Pretty good, sir. Pretty good. Glad you can make it today. We have, they call me Iams. Hey, bring the energy. They call me Iams. Hello, Bring the energy. I want you to bring the energy. Bring the... (laughs) All right, too much energy. There has to be a balance. (laughs) ADHD is kicking in, bro. And we have Brink of Eternity on hey Xbox guys. Live. What's up, dude? What's up? Not much. Anyways, welcome to the show. We're fucking awesome. Uh, join the Horrible Gamers Facebook group at Facebook. Horrible Gamers. Search for us. Gamers is spelled with the Z at the end. Leave us a voicemail at 504-475-4497 and email us at HorribleGamersPodcast at gmail.com. Also follow us on Twitter at HorribleGamersShow and subscribe to us on YouTube and on Twitch. You can follow us and watch us live every single Saturday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Always, we're always a half hour late, though. Uh, yeah, we're try an hour. No, I mean, 725. We're 25 minutes after schedule, it's okay. We're on time, sort of. Welcome to the new community member, James Parker. Hey, James. Jim, James. James. Welcome. Anyways, what have you guys been playing this week? Let's start with you, I am, since you always have like a hundred games that you played in one week somehow. Yeah, dude. Another good week for gaming. I played uh, Game of Thrones. I've been putting that off. I played the third episode. And, oh, man, that story is so good. This is actually the first um, Telltale game that I'm looking forward to the next episode because I, w- I got to know more story. Wait, wait, wait. So you, which episode did you play, the third one or the I, fourth? I played the third, and then, and then uh, I went directly into the fourth because I, I had to know what was going on. You see, I, the weird thing, uh, you know, the supposedly the fifth one came out. Somebody in the community said that. So I went back on my profile and I logged into it, and I knew I had beat the fourth one already. But for some reason, it said I didn't have the last two parts of it beat. So I had to restart it, and I'm back in the beginning of it, restarting it, which kind of sucks. Oh, you got to do all two hours again. Uh, at least it's only two hours, um, but it still has a lot of yeah. And choices. It, dude, it's getting good, man. The Game of Thrones one is is really really good. And if you're not, if you're a fan of the, the the show Game of Thrones, you're getting a lot of the, you know, you're seeing a lot of cool stuff happen. That if you're not a fan, I'm not sure if the story would even be interesting to you because you know you'll see a lot of stuff happening in the show, but you might be on the other side of a wall while something's happening. And you might hear people talking, and you know exactly what that's from from the show. Yes. So, so you're like, 
Yeah, it gets you excited. So and if you didn't know anything about Game of Thrones, you might just be like, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, this show definitely caters to the people who have watched the show, at least watched the show. Yeah, it, it definitely does. But I'm but I'm really, really excited to play that fifth the fifth episode which comes out this week. Uh so yeah, I highly suggest still. You know, I I bought the season pass, it was like five dollars, you know, a couple months ago. It's been on sale recently too from that Xbox sale that they had. It was on I remember it being on sale for like twelve bucks for the second for the whole season or something like that. Yeah, it was it was this was five dollars for the season pass. But I already had bought two episodes, but I still bought the season pass and you know, for all the rest of the episodes. Great deal. You playing it on PC or Xbox or No, what? I'm playing it on Xbox One. Um and it's still you know, since the graphic quality is not very good. I mean, it's very low quality as far as graphics. It runs really good. It's all about the story, too, in, in the Game of Thrones. I mean, you you really... I feel like, personally, they're, they're catering really well to the Game of Thrones fans. And it actually feels like you're in Game of Thrones. Like, you're making the decisions, and you're like, fuck, if you watch the show, you're thinking to yourself, like, damn, what would I do? Like, like fuck it, kill everybody. You're just going to fucking kill everybody. Like, you don't even give a shit. You're going to fucking try to kill everybody. And that's your goal, you know? Like, you know, just, if you watch the show... You really want to play the game like you're in the Game of Thrones series. Like you feel like you're part of the TV show, but it's in a whole different world. What is better, yeah. the show or the game? Well, <sighs> story wise, okay. I'm just referring to the story. Okay, the story is really. If you watch the show, you have to watch them all, and it's still a little confusing. But it's still one of the best shows out there. It's just, yeah. it's just you have to be dedicated, and I still half the time don't know what's going on because the, it. So much of it relies around dialogue, and if you're not paying attention to names and, yeah. and uh, backgrounds and you know areas of where these people are at, you lose track of everything. The what show is, is a lot easier to follow. What I mean, season the is the show on now, anyway? Right now, season four. Was it season four? I think it was. No, the- no, we just got through season five. Oh wow! Fuck, season six already. Damn. <laughs> I think I mean, dude, unless I'm just dumb and mistaken, but the show, the game is a lot easier to follow. Um, the the weird thing is you're you're controlling. It's one family, the Forrester house or the house of Forrester, or is yeah. it Forrester? Yeah, Forrester. Um, and and you're controlling the the sister, the brother. You know, you're controlling different characters at in yeah. different places, doing different things, but all working towards the same goal, which is kind of cool. Yeah, you're controlling the 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 squire, which used to work for like the 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 king of the house or like the lord of the house, and he got killed during a certain part of the TV show, which kind of like brings everything together back to the TV show. Is like, and then you you have one of the sisters that you're controlling, and she's over at King's Landing, which is like in the show where the king lives and shit, and that's where like basically the bad people live. I guess you can say. It depends how you look at it. They could be good or bad. It depends who side you're on. And then you have the brother living across the world where the other fucking chick lives. And then you got the brother up in the fucking wall. I mean, you got different people, different parts of the show. But what's really cool about this game, what I really love about it, man, is like you see characters from the TV show in the game and they were voiced by the same people from the TV show. So you're like, fuck, there's that person from the TV show. Like, oh, shit. You know, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I do like when they bring the actual characters in because they're they're all voiced really good cause, as well as the show is. Um, also, uh, I I've been playing Borderlands, uh, Tales from Borderlands. I played through episode three, Catch a Ride. Um, this I when it first started, I thought the Borderlands Telltale was the best one because it was the best quality and it ran the best. Right now, in in the 
in the third episode, it's already going back to like the telltale buggy ass games. Like it, it, there's you know there's sections where the 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 audio cuts out slightly. Um, it's just, it's really like frame rate drops to like two frames per second every once in a while. It just kind of like stutters, and that's that that makes me like ah, and I'm getting pissed off, and I can't. Yeah, it just makes it just it just kind of makes you not want to play. I still think it's cool, and it feels more like you're watching an actual animated movie than, than Game of Thrones or Walking Dead or any, any of those games. Feel it feels more like you're watching a cartoon. You're making some decisions. I kind of like it, but it's, it, it's starting to get buggy. And you would think it would be the best one because they've been so much more time in between episodes. You know, Game of Thrones is pumping them out pretty quick. This yeah. one's on. This one started around the same time, and it's it, they're only on episode three. And well, I, I think that it came to the point where what's the company Telltale Games just has too much under their fucking belt right now, dude. I mean, they have the Game of Thrones games, then they have the Borderlands ones. Don't they have another series that they have to release pretty soon? Uh, no, they're gonna do something with Minecraft, I believe. Yeah, they, yeah, they're probably oh, working on that big Minecraft story. They're probably Minecraft's probably the hardest one for them because they're probably like, "What are we gonna do with this?" Like, oh, yeah, yeah. this guy never talks in the game, so how are we gonna make a story out of this? And then you know, they, they're pretty sure there was another one they were working on. They had a lot under their plate. I man. bet with Minecraft they do like a never-ending story type of deal, where some kid crawls in the attic of his school and plays Minecraft on the old TV, but then he like gets I mean, sucked into the world. I mean, that would be pretty cool, but I. I just don't know where they're gonna go with Minecraft because literally in Minecraft the game never ends and there's no point in the game you just build things and I don't know. But keep going. I'm sorry to interrupt you, dude. No, I mean that's that's like that's it. I mean the, when this ep- last episode ended, Borderlands, I wasn't fiending for another episode like I was for Game of Thrones. Uh, but I'm still gonna play it. Um, I suppose the good thing about the Borderlands Telltale game is that. The animation actually looks like a Borderlands game to begin with. Yeah, the animation looks good. The enemies look like real enemies, and you're seeing a lot of characters. Like, there's um, uh, Mordecai, and you got the Athena chick. She's in there a lot in this lab. Is Bloodwing there? Is this pre-Bloodwing's um, death? Sorry, the spoilers. If anybody hasn't I'm played not even Borderlands, sure what Bloodwing is Bloodwing is, oh, is his, the- his pet like pterodactyl bird? No. He was in it for just a second, and Brick showed up in this episode. They're not really like in there. You're not going to see a lot of these characters because it's not about them. But they so are it's just a cameo type of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like like a Marvel movie cameo. I gotcha. Uh, so, uh, what else? And I and I, I loaded up Skyrim on my PC, and oh, man. damn, that game looks beautiful, dude. Dude, I don't know. Skyrim's been around lately. It's like you were talking about it. I have a dude I work with who was talking about it. Um, <laughs> like he's uh, he's like level fifty five or something. Did, and just, didn't you go buy it, Brink? Well, that that is like what was persuading me to buy it, and then I went to GameStop, and I almost did, but then I bought another game. Interesting, man. I, that's the one game that I hope Bethesda does make backwards compatible, dude. It's oh, Skyrim. Real, yeah. I'm saying I well, I, I I have it on PC, so I've been checking it out. You know, and with everything on Ultra, and it looks like it looks like a Xbox One game, if not like better. It's equal to, it's at least equal to an Xbox or PS4 game. Like this this game from 2010 or 11. When was that? Probably 10, 2010. I don't know. That's the power, that's the power of PC, man. Well, you can unlock graphics that are way ahead of their time. I mean, what are they doing with our modern games? I mean, 
fifty percent of them are remastered, and then those games they're not even uh-huh. really remastered; they're just ported over at a higher resolution. And on a PC, you can just bump up the resolution, so it's like a remastered game. Yeah, I you don't have to buy any remastered games. You can just literally go and buy the games on your PC, and you probably would have the version that's remastered for us, or even slightly better than what we get with the remastered version. Yeah. All yeah, like you don't you don't have you don't have to buy Dishonored that remastered version of Dishonored. You can just buy it on your PC and bump up the graphics to Ultra or whatever, and you'll be fine. You you will be playing the remastered version for us. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I've been kind of thinking. That's why I've been buying a lot of these old games and checking them out because it's almost like buying remastered games for cheap. I mean, I bought Fallout Three today. Uh, I'm still not sure if I'm gonna be able to run it because I know it has issues with Windows Seven and Eight, but. But it was a dollar seventy nine, so I was like, oh "Why not? If it if so it doesn't amazing. run, it doesn't run." I mean, there's a lot of games I was looking at today on sale. Everything was like five bucks or less. You know, there's like all the Metro Last Light to buy both those games is like eight bucks, and and it's cheap. So I'm I'm kind of actually looking forward to playing Skyrim. So I just I just I, am, I have a question for you since oh you you know you keep telling me about all these cheap games. I've noticed that you have a recently the tendency to buy a lot more games i mean yeah. i know you've always bought a lot of games you've always been the dude on the podcast who's been out and buying a lot of gaming stuff you know we all know this you buy all the systems all the games but recently you've been buying a lot of games that, that i never thought you would rebuy to replay like you literally bought a lot of like older games but a dollar 70 dude how this could is how you i look at it no if I don't play the games, it's super cheap. If I do play them, it's like playing, it's like experiencing an older game in a newer way. Also, your your Steam account is backwards compatible for nice. life. That's good. Forever. Hey, one one game know. that I want you to play on your PC is Crisis, man. Because oh, Crisis yeah. was one of the best looking games on 360. I mean, that thing pushed the 360 to its limits, and somehow, you know, with that cringe and Crytek made a fucking game that looked amazing on the 360. I'm surprised the 360 could handle that game the way it looked. I could imagine how it looks on a PC, though. Hey, Which Robbie, game specifically you are you talking about? Are you talking about the 2, 3, or the remaster that they did of the first game? Well, well, I'm talking about all of them mostly, but mostly number 3, man. If you watch, if you looked at number 3, that game was pushing some pretty impressive graphics. Even number 2, even Crisis 2 can hold up against some of the late generation games. Those games look really good, man. I um I was watching my roommate at the time play Crisis Three. He tried it when the beta came out. This is when my old roommate um he was a PC gamer and damn it looked good. I yeah. went back and played Crisis Three on PS Three a couple months ago just to look at it and it looked like horrible. Like it, I was like, wow, did, was did I really think this game looked good back in the day? Or <laughs> I didn't understand. It, it's just system, man. It's it's the systems compared to PC. On PC, Crisis can make some PCs melt, man. I think it's it's a hardcore game for graphics. So um, we are on Twitch live, and we got Gunny Chief in the chat, and he's saying Crisis Two was good, Three was crap. I, uh, I think Three's multiplayer was a lot of fun, but yeah. but on with Three, I didn't even get through the story. I got no, kind of bored. Uh, Same here. The, the multiplayer was the best on Three. I don't know. I finished both of them. I thought they were both pretty good. Well, I wanted to get into the multiplayer. It's hard to sometimes it's hard to do that. Like you you want to stay with everybody else, and then yeah, you the multiplayer was really good on Crisis, man. I will thing do. Is Call of Duty was so popular when these games came out that Call of Duty just overshadowed any any multiplayer that any game would release. 
Call of Duty. I mean, people would play it for like a week and then Call of Duty back into Call of Duty. Everybody was playing Call of Duty during these times, and yeah, it was fun and it was good. It just wasn't good and fun enough to keep you from playing other mm-hmm. better multiplayer games. Yeah. Right. If I see if I see Crisis for super cheap, I'll definitely get it. Um, I'm talking about like five bucks. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been thinking about getting Battlefield Four because I saw oh, that it was like eight man. nine dollars. Oh, I'd be so jealous of you, dude. Yeah, but I don't I don't know about starting all over again. You know, from zero. Yeah, use those shortcut packs, bro. Yeah, I don't want to buy that. Just get them for like a nickel. Yeah. No, they don't have they don't have any of that stuff for cheap. This I'm buying. You were buying codes off of like CD keys. They get a bunch of codes from other people and sell them. Buy, so buy the complete edition. I'm pretty sure they have them on like a premium complete edition or some shit, and you probably find it, dude. Yeah, but I don't want to. I don't want to spend, dude. Now I'm like, I don't want to spend. Like ten dollars is like my top. Like I, I just bought um, I just bought Lords of the Fallen. It was like twelve something. So I'm gonna probably start playing that tonight or tomorrow. Um, uh, I hope you like it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I, it seems more accessible than uh, than the Dark Souls was, and I really wanted to play Dark Souls. I just couldn't get anywhere in Dark Souls. Like I, you're tried. gonna get me playing it again a bit. I'll, yeah, yeah, maybe, man. That, that game was also on sale on Xbox One. I remember seeing it. Wasn't it like twenty bucks or something or twelve? Um, bucks? I paid like yeah, I paid like twelve bucks for it. No, you got it for nine bucks. Bring out that like nine dollars sale to twelve bucks. Yeah, but it. like recently this week during like their big gaming sale, it was. On there, I think I saw it for like thirteen bucks. It was on there again. Yeah, it was on there again this week. Was, Where are you yeah, seeing this stuff, man? Because I've been I, I go uh, on there every day, click, dude, uh, and I don't see shit on there. You have to click. I mean, some 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 deals they did it really tricky. Microsoft isn't stupid; they don't want people to save a lot of money. So some of the deals, for example, Borderlands, the Handsome Collection, to get the deal on that, to like I think it was like thirty nine ninety nine instead of sixty, you had to go into the game store and search for Borderlands, the Handsome Collection. You have to find it in the game store, and then you would see, like, oh, it's off 40% or 20% or whatever. Uh, but a lot of the games, you just go on your uh, on the tab that says, like, Games for Gold or whatever, or Go Gold, and you just click on that tab, and it'll show, like, Game Deals for Gold Members or something. And you click on that, and it'll show, like, main the main games on sale. So, for Dude, example... Wait, hold on. PGA. Why do you have to go, like, like friggin' in deep in, all deep inside, like, 10 windows? Like, why aren't they just having that on the main page? I don't know. Maybe they they want people to struggle to find these so they don't find them or something. Is it the whole point uh, I agree of a with sale you to like That's, sell stuff? I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you completely, man. But they do have these pretty hidden. You have to go into the Games for Gold tab and then click Deals for Gold like, all the way at the bottom right, like hidden, and then Stupid. it pops up. But then it still doesn't pop up all the deals. Like I said, some deals you have to like manually go and search for them in the game store and search for those games. Stupid. Yeah. That's like the epitome of the Xbox One UI. Just yeah, you have to dig deep into all the menus to get anywhere in that system. <laughs> Hopefully, with the new UI, everything at least it'll be at least you you still probably have to dig into menus, but it'll probably be faster. Dude, the new UI. I don't know if you watched the video, but it's like the entire menu is just blown up in two mm-hmm. dimensions on the main page. Like it's uh, it's all there. Everything you want to access, it's all there. Just you either scroll up or down and it's it's smart. I think it looks yeah. too much like the PS4 UI, but at least it'll be snappy and fast. What's what's funny the PS4 UI to me looks like a lot like a lot like the PS3 UI. To use that that uh, like that thing where it shows your feed or whatever, like you have to click on that to see that. Like I never see that feed. <laughs> 
Unless you I don't look at your the, feet? Like I like nah, looking I at my feet. feet. I don't know. It's just something I do. All, I get all it on, tells I me is that I am played The Last of Us like three months ago or something dude, like that. I, I don't so know. Like, I, I get, it's just like what I do on Facebook, dude. I'll get on there. I'll see what people are doing and playing. If they like took some screenshots, maybe I'll comment. Like, uh, Yeah, like on the feed on Xbox, I get on there and all it ever says is like, Brink is playing Netflix. Well, your feed sucks, man. You should get better. You should get more friends. Rob is playing the fucking Shadows of Mordor or something, or Assassin's Creed Black Flag or something. Yeah. Well, I think Rob your, is always your on the issue top. is you don't play <laughs> games. So <laughs> when I get on there, you know how they have the leaderboards for like the the fucking achievements. Rob is always the top dude on my list. His achievement is like every every month, every week. He's like. Plus one thousand five hundred and fucking gamer score or something like that. Like you must be achievement hunting or something. You know what that means? It Plays means a lot his, of games. No, it means his penis is bigger than yours. Yeah, it does. Fuck. Sorry, Rob. Can't Why are you apologizing up. to him? Yeah, I know. I can't match up, dude. I mean, I just can't give him a competition. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Anyways, is that all you've been playing? I am. Uh, yeah, th- that that's it, man. As as far as I can think of right now. I'm right. just thinking about Brink? penis now. Like, what? What you been playing, Brink? Um. Okay. Well, what have I been playing? I've been playing some stuff. Um. Some unusual stuff. Uh. I I'm in like the summer game slump. I'm I'm sure. <laughs> Most 90% of gamers out there have experienced this. It's like suddenly the games that I love aren't fun for some reason anymore. I went from playing (laughs) these eight-hour marathons to I'll play an hour and I'm bored. And I'm like, I'm going to go stand on my front porch like a creeper now. Look outside. Yeah, and then then I'll be like, this is weird. And then I'll come inside and just watch a movie or something. But what has sort of pulled me out of that, surprisingly is playing games on my Xbox 360, which I've been doing for a while. Yes, I've been talking about Fallout 3 for like the past 20 months. But um, <laughs> you know, I downloaded that uh, Games for Gold. They released Gears of War 3 for free. Mm-hmm. I downloaded that and was pleasantly surprised at how well that game has aged. It's super fun and action-packed. It looks really freaking good, and it's it's awesome, man. When, I, when it came out, I just ran through it real quick. I didn't give it much thought you know i just blasted through it and now playing it again i'm i'm realizing just how cool of a game that is and uh it's it's gems like that that make me sad that so many people got rid of their 360 because these these games at the end of the last generation were like super co-op oriented and they were just they were really good games that and this was a time when developers had to put a lot of thought into their games to really stand out in the pack because there are so many games out at this time. And these these games at the end of the last generation were just excellent. And another game following in those same lines is Dead Space 3. And that's the game I bought instead of Skyrim. Um, I don't know. I've, I I think, well, i got to mention this too, Alien Isolation, but I'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, playing that made me think, you know, this whole sci-fi space thing, which I really dig. I'm really craving some Dead Space, so I bought Dead Space 3 again. I played through it once before, and this game is just is crazy because this, this game looks better than 
three quarters of the games I've been playing on my Xbox One. Like, I have no idea how this game can run on the Xbox 360 and look so good. It's mind blowing. I don't know what kind of voodoo uh, engineering <laughs> they they put into developing this game, but it's just awesome. The weapon customization in this game is mind blowing. Um, it's super atmospheric. I mean, the lighting and the shadows and the sounds and the dust floating through the air. It's crazy. And I, I wish people still had this game because it's co-op and I'd love to play with somebody. So if you're listening and you happen to still have this, we should totally co-op. Wasn't this one of the last EA games to have a, an online pass? Or was it the one that got rid of it? It launched with an online pass and then they got but rid of it. But then they got rid of it, yeah. yeah. It was like the last one to have it. I remember that being a big deal of this game. And I remember playing this game and when it first came out, I think I got it on Gamefly. And just, I thought the same thing you thought. Like, wow, the graphics on this game are freaking amazing. I mean... They're incredible. Yeah, you you look at a lot of last-gen games for 360, man, and you're just amazed at the graphics that were able to push on a system that was seven years old, man, at the time. You're like, what in the world? How do they even do this? How do they even achieve this stuff? But the the, the sad thing is that now we're on a new generation, and they can't even push games that are 1080p with all the technology they have in these systems. I think if they took Dead Space 3 right now, brought it to Xbox One, and just fuck, brought it up to 1080p, it would be one of the, the contenders for the best-looking game on Xbox One, which is crazy. They could probably just bump the, the frames up to 60 and, and yeah. make it smoother, yeah. and it'd probably be perfectly fine. Yeah. And as far yeah, as the gameplay, I mean, it's up there with any game. I mean, it's... This weapon customization is amazing, dude. You get these workbenches, and it, you can mix and match these weapons together into these like two-weapon systems. For example, mm-hmm. one of my favorite guns, it shoots these spikes, which it could pin an enemy onto a wall, or it can just basically hit it like a machine gun. And then you can press the right button and detonate the spikes into electricity. So I'll I'll just fill an enemy with these spikes, hit the right button, they will get electrocuted. Um, I have a line gun, which will just cut the limbs right off in an in, of, of an enemy, and then it has a rocket launcher on the top of it, which is very handy. And uh, it's just it's things like that, and it's these old games are, are oddly enough have just felt really refreshing to me, and uh, I. The current games are just feeling stale. I mean, they're fun, they're cool, but it's like they're missing the magic that these other games had. And it, it's been a blast going back. I've had a good time. I mean, I played Dead Space 3 for like five, six hours yesterday. I'm already 50% done with the game. Um, I did borrow Alien Isolation from a buddy this week, mm-hmm. and I started that, and it's a really cool game. I encountered a game-breaking glitch. Within the first 10 minutes. Uh, and I'm talking you know, total game break. Like, what? <clears throat> like you're done with the game. Like you had to put it down after that? Well, no. Not, okay. Sorry if you just heard the monkey squeal sounds. Yeah, That's my actually, daughter. Yeah, background. Um, ambient noises. Okay. So you wake up in this pod. I don't want to give too much away, but okay. the, the captain of the ship you're on says, okay, everybody come to the bridge. I'm going to brief you on our mission. So I go to the bridge, everyone's there, nothing happens. What? <laughs> so like, yeah, the, I remember the mission. 
All the NPCs, <laughs> all the NPCs are just standing there looking at the wall, like playing with their balls, whatever. And no, I cannot get it to first. trigger. No, no, you don't, because I looked it up, and apparently this is oh. is pretty prevalent in this game. Because huh, so, I had the same problem. You did. <laughs> I did, but I I went and I think I went and had a shower or something, and um, you know, all started going for me. Dude, I had a range. shower. I did, man. And and then oh. I got to thinking, like, did I not shower soon enough? When should I have showered? Like, <laughs> did I shower at a bad time? I don't know. All I know is that whether or not I showered should have nothing to do with this trigger. No, it shouldn't. And so I was getting pissed and, like, freaking just running around, like, what the hell? So I Googled it, and apparently it, this is a thing, and it's a game-breaking glitch, so I had to start over. So you, you know what I did when I started glitch? over? I sprinted to the shower. Sprinted straight to the shower, showered, did everything else, went to the bridge, and it activated. So the shower glitch got me. But once I got past that, this game is freaking cool. It's beautiful. The way they captured the atmosphere and the vibe of the movies, which I love, is crazy. It's super tense. I mean, I can... It, my stomach feels tight when I play this game. And it literally made me shriek out loud. You know, this game sounds really cool, man, but it sounds too broken, but I really want to play it. I didn't have any I didn't have any I didn't have anything broken about it. Um it was very hard for me. Like it was extremely hard. Well, I hear it. that's one thing I hear about this game that is really, really hard that some people have to play this shit on easy to even beat it. Um but I really want to play it, but I want to play it at nighttime. I'm maybe two hours in right now. I haven't got into any of the combat, really, other than, like, some melee stuff. I've just been kind of walking around slowly, looking at everything, taking it all in. Um, you know, for for a just straightforward, pretty much it's a linear game. For for a game that's not open world, that game is long, man. That game is 20-plus hours. That Yeah, that is pretty crazy for a game like that. Um, hopefully it's... Not too many redundant things that make me bored. Well, what most people say, and I totally agree, is when you hit, when you get to the, ha- oh, there goes my power. If my power cuts out, guys, I don't know, man. I'm getting a lot of. Okay, if you, when you get to the half point of the game, um, there's like you feel like there's an ending there. It feels like there's an ending, and you're like it almost feels satisfying enough to end the game. And then maybe they went back and told the developers to, here, we need short. you to attack. Yeah, too short. There's been a lot. Because when the games are too short, people complain. So it's like, here, we need you to add on another 10 hours. So it's like, mm-hmm. then they add on the second part of the game. And they could have got away with it during the first 10 hours. But then you would have had those complaints of like, oh, it's too short. There's not enough content there. Blah, blah, blah. Did, are, do you like the movies? I... I I don't know if I was really a fan of them when I was younger. I know I've seen most of them. I I watched uh, what was that? What was that one? The prequel one called? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I've got <laughs> I honestly I have the Alien Collection out in my living room. I could go look, but I'm not gonna. Uh, uh Rob, <laughs> what is the prequel to Aliens called that just came out two years ago? Oh, dude, you're talking about that. I still what is don't it? Know. Game or the movie? <laughs> Pr- Prometheus. 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 Yeah. I watched that and I really liked it. I thought that was cool. That's cool because most people hated it. I liked it too. I liked it. I liked it. It was a good movie. The best, the my favorite Aliens movie was um, Spaceballs. Dude, <laughs> I I I would rather play as Ripley. I don't like playing as Ripley's daughter. Like, 
Did you play the deal? Did you play as Ripley? It's not as cool for me. Did you play as her or no? You play as the original Ripley's daughter. But did you play as her? Because I, oh, no, probably not. Because when you when you pre-ordered it, you got the Ripley DLC, which you play as her. Oh, and that would have been cool. It, it's like a nice chunk of a game. It's not. Ripley, like you could probably buy it. That actress, I forget her name. She's in a bunch of stuff. Super popular. But she Sigourney made that, Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. She made that movie, man. Like that movie she just did. would not have been the same without Sigourney. And Rob, are you an Aliens guy? No, not even. I like the orig- I like the original movie Alien, but I think everything after that has failed in comparison. Because I remember you tried this and you didn't get too far. You kind of quit because of the fetch. No, quest. I, I I absolutely love the game, but the the fetching from one side of the spaceship to the other, and then going back, being told I had to go back, and then being told I had to go back to the other side, that was bullshit. That lost me. Yeah, that is bullshit. I understand it, and it's a, but but I also understand that it's a it's an atmosphere game, and they don't want you to go. They want you to freak out from going to point A to point B. Which makes sense, but a, like a lot of games, you, you don't want to you don't want to do that. But in this game, it kind of made sense. But so I met this guy in the uh, game. Uh, oh, and <laughs> he's like, "Come chill with me," and I'm like, "All right, cool." I don't know what the hell's going on, and so I roll with him for a while, and then all of a sudden he gets stabbed by an alien tentacle slash tail thing and like sucked up into a vent pipe, and I'm like, "All right, that was cool, right. I guess. What do I do now?" And so I have I have to call this tram, and the whole time I'm waiting for this tram, like hiding behind a trash can, like peeking over the corner, waiting for an alien to pop out of nowhere and, and just rip my guts out, and nothing happens, thankfully. And so the tram door opens. I walk onto the tram. I'm thinking I'm safe. Everything's great. I haven't activated my destination yet. I'm just kind of looking around on the seats because you never know. Maybe there's like some luggage under the seat. I can find some stuff in there I need. And I hear a noise. And so I just casually turn around like, what the hell was that, I wonder? And there's the alien, and he's running full speed at me, like sprinting at me. And I'm like, (laughs) ah! (laughs) Like scream out loud, man. Like my controller left my hands, I think. And it's... For a game to be able to do that is is pretty crazy. I, I don't play a lot of horror games, but I was after that. I was like, "All right, that's that's pretty impressive." It got me. It got me. Nice. Um. All right. Well, other than that, I played some more Witcher. I'm slowly chipping away at that game. I genuinely like the game. I just for some reason have this issue with it where I can only play about an hour at a time at a time and then I'm satisfied and move on to a different game and I don't know why it is it I don't know because I, I genuinely do like the game and maybe you're just not sucked into the character maybe or maybe it's just a bad time I don't know um, it takes dedication man Witcher definitely takes dedication maybe maybe it's because the game is so jimongoid it's kind of daunting and part of me doesn't want to commit uh, maybe I have commitment issues I don't know <laughs> completely understandable Brink. there's a lot of big games that I'm like fuck this I'm gonna play this but yeah that that's about it oh, I got wow. a, I got a voice, oh by the know, way by the way real quick done talking about our games we'll play real quick I downloaded all that free DLC stuff and I can't figure out where the hell it is can't figure out where to go to get it and I'm pretty sure oh. when I do find it, I'm going to need money, which I don't have. And okay. so that sucks um, balls. 
Yes. Well, the as far as the haircut DLC thing, you got to go find a barber, and it costs like ten coins or whatever to do it each time. And he doesn't show you what the haircut I looks it was free like. Free DLC. Suddenly, it. I got to pay. You got to pay it with your imp- ten That's ten coins, BS, man. man. You, it doesn't show you what it is either, so you have to choose it and then pay it. And then if you don't like it, then you choose the next one. It's not like it shows you like a. It's not Grand Theft Auto. It's not going to show you like a preview of the hair. It's like I got a hair. I went in <laughs> to get a haircut. Came out with an afro. Oh man! Do they have like? I mean, I, at least, I hope the names or of the styles are at least you know kind explanatory. Of. If yeah, that's they, it is. It's very. It's very obvious what Trailer it is. Trailer park. Not, Trailer park chops. Trailer park bowl cut. Yeah. <laughs> and you can change your beards too, but that also costs 10 coin. Oh, man. Well, about you, I downloaded a what bunch of armor. Mean? I can't find any of it. So that's crazy. No, you got it. The, the very first merchant that you come across in the game, which is in the very first town that you go to. Uh, I can't remember the town's name anymore, but there's a merchant outside that town. He's pretty much the dwarf? first guy you meet. Is he the dwarf? No. No, no, he's, he's just a, a guy. I think you even help him at the very beginning of the game, I think. Did he lose um, his trailer in the swamp? Yeah, that's him. No, it's him. All right. I'll, I'll look for Go that back guy. to him. Yeah, he's he's right back at the very first town that you visit, and he's got all the DLC. You better. I'm they don't tell you, yeah, his, they don't tell you the game. I don't even care. Yeah. Stab his ass. That's, I don't think it's very expensive. I think it might have even been free. I can't remember now. That long ago. I mean, <laughs> he should be. Yeah. After what I did for him, my armor better be free. For life, mm. I fought some drowners. It took me like fifteen tries. So yeah, to be honest, be if, free. if if you've got yourself leveled up a bit, or like if you're past level 10, 12, 13 thereabouts, the armor won't be much use to you. Oh, I don't think. No, I'm like six or seven. Eh, it might be off use, but you won't. It's not something you'll hold on to for a while. You, you get some pretty kick-ass stuff towards the end of the game. Dude, I, I can't. Looking- I can't even like fight a dog without all my gear breaking. <laughs> Seriously, I don't know if they, it's like it's because I'm playing on broken bones and scars or whatever difficulty, but yeah, literally, probably. man, I fight a dog and my gear is halfway busted. It's ridiculous. I went on on the PC on NexusMods.com and I was looking at which mods were for PC. And of course, the game's been out for a couple of months and there's already like full naked this, naked full, that, full Triss naked, full oh, yeah. uh, Siri naked. The uh, they only mod. work in the area, certain areas, but but like. I bet you those were like the very first ones. Oh, I'm sure they were. I guarantee. I guarantee <laughs> the very the most first mod was a too. naked like cleavage mod. <laughs> yeah, you, need a, you don't need a cleavage mod in that game. You, there's cleavage you, <laughs> Every time you meet a woman, dude, you meet her cleavage first, <laughs> and then it like pans up mod. to her face, and you're like, "Oh, it's you." <laughs> <laughs> like that witch, man. I'm like, all right, that's you know, I'm. I got this girl, you know, Yennefer, and um, I'm trying not to look at your cleavage, but, like, you're in this bathtub. Like, what's the deal? Yeah. Do you feel odd when you say Yennefer? Does it make you feel Yennefer. like you're just, like... Yennefer. My I, name, yeah. I am looking for a Yennefer. Have you seen her? <laughs> She's the muy bonita. <laughs> you're saying this shit in Spanish, man. Oh, dude. Anyways, what have you been playing, Rob? Uh, I haven't played much this week. I mostly just played. I finished off The Witcher. Finally finished the story. Finished stopped it? chasing. Yeah, I stopped chasing the question oh marks long God. enough to. Um, <laughs> How to many hours? The game. I don't know. I, I sunk some time into that man. Like um, there's there's uh, an actual end of it. It ends. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
and sadly I have to play it again to get a better ending because my ending was probably the worst ending that you could get, but it was quite suitable for how I played the game. Did you get the let's say let's say did you get the Harry Man ending? Uh, <laughs> oh my, is that a real ending? ending? Uh, just the only way I can say it out without game. without being without being straight across. I don't want to ruin any endings. Harry Man. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. I know if you yes, I did. Yes, I did. But it, yeah, I did, and it, it was quite an appropriate ending. For <laughs> yeah, it. I did. Was <laughs> dude. The Harry Man um, violates you. Ending number. Yeah, we, we, when you get there, you'll understand what, what we're talking about. But um, yeah, if you have that ending, of course. I and I still don't know how I got that ending because I was. Very supportive all the way through of um, certain people, and uh, I was quite surprised that I ended in the way that I did. Do you know that 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 one mission <laughs> where you get you go to the the you're you're in the, you sail the boat out underneath that bridge and you have to follow the ferry? Yeah. That that le- that mission took me three hours to learn how to even start that mission. I got over to the things and nothing ever. Nothing ever uh, prompted me that I'm doing a mi- that the thing was there. I was supposed to follow it. I was I got out. I'm trying to find a way up onto that cliff, and I went. I was wandering around there for three hours, man. Then I finally had to jump in the boat, and I went try to go around the islands. And it's like, oh, and it's like, click to start the mission now. You might want to save or something like that. Oh yeah, I know you're right now. Yeah, no, I, I there's a few missions like that. Like there'd be this dot or thing that you have to go to, and so you go there and. It says it's under you, and so you think, oh, it must be a cave somewhere. So you're hunting around. There's no entrance. There's no, no way to get to this particular thing. It just seems, I don't know if it's a bug or not, but there seems to be some missions where it's just impossible to find a start point. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I was getting pissed, man. I was like, what's up here? I, I see the green dot. I'm, I'm within the parameters, and I'm just I'm roaming around trying to get the mission to start. And then, ugh. <sighs> there, was, there was a big patch released uh, yesterday that's supposed to fix up a lot of things. Um, I know uh, my my friend had had some glitch in, uh, some glitches to some of his missions that it fixed. So the, the recent patch they released has been good. Apparently, apparently it's fixed up the horse riding, which can be a bit glitchy at times. I want easier fast travel. Yeah, that is a pain. I mean, like like a Skyrim fast travel. You just yeah, travel, travel fall out. I don't want to. I don't want to ride my horse to a post. Either way, I'm going to fast travel. Whether I'm riding my horse to the post and then fast traveling, or just doing it from where I'm at, it's, it's, just, it's just that it's wasted time. And it sucks that you 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 want to fast travel somewhere and you and you see that your post is miles away from where you have to go to. And, and so you know you're going to, have to spend five ten minutes getting there. And you know, or for me, and I knew in that five ten minutes I was going to end up question mark hunting so that five ten minutes turns into an hour or two well for me i'm gonna pick all 300 plants that are in between me now and that post because i can't not pick yeah. the damn plants i don't know what it is yeah. i problem. stopped doing that about halfway through because I, I was doing the same thing i have, have this stuff full of plants and it's like no one would buy, no 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 fucking um <laughs> no merchant out there would buy enough stuff from have enough money on him to buy all my stuff it's yeah. like oh, man, if, to go to another town and sell more if i was uh, Gerald, in real life, I when I'd meet somebody, I'd literally have like the biggest duffel bag you've ever seen, and it would be full of nothing but plants. Yep. Maybe <laughs> like, what is not. wrong with you, dude? <laughs> I managed to get over that, that obsession early on. So what you're saying is, I don't need to pick all these plants. It's nope. I, I honestly don't know. know. What you need all those plants for? I mean, when you in when you rest, that you use a lot of those plants and, and stuff for um, your your 
your just stuff that you create, potions and whatnot. But yeah, no, I, I, I typically try and keep all my stuff down to ten or less. Apparently when I rest I drink a bunch of alcohol and that replenishes all my potions. Yeah. Doesn't it doesn't get, yeah. get real wasted. Yeah, well, if you can eat, eat a chicken sandwich when you're having a fight, man, I don't see why alcohol can't fix you up when you're sleeping. I like to do that in real <laughs> life. It just makes me feel uncomfortable because I just I pull out a chicken sandwich and just start eating. <laughs> like, <that. laughs> like, guys, I'm like oh, my God, he's getting some health back. <laughs> Hold on, this is a good sound. Oh, my God. You got any barbecue? <laughs> Oh, shit. If Shaggy's going to heal himself real quick, hold on. <laughs> uh, you playing anything else, though, Rob? Yeah, I'm just played a, a fair amount of uh, the golf. And, um, yeah, I don't know. That, that's a new PGA golf game, right? Yeah, Rory, Rory McIlroy or something is, like is, that. Is that the one that I'm hearing that is pretty shitty, but they did a pretty good job with their flight technology? Yeah, the fire technology is quite amazing. All, all, all the animal technology in the game is amazing. There's <laughs> animals everywhere. So you, had a, you had a golf, you, know, you hit your tee shot, and you, you go past like 100 flies and a couple of alligators and sheep and all sorts of things. Nice. Well, it's but, good to know yeah. they worked on something really meaningful in the game. Yeah, it's a shame they didn't put that same amount of effort into actually making the game look like they said it was going to. <laughs> The gameplay is actually really good. It's the best golf game I've played. I've simplified it for, for newbies. Um, so it's actually quite easy to play, but yeah, it looks from... It, it's like they they promised you a Ferrari and delivered a Mini. It's bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm hearing a lot of bad things about this game. This is the type of game that you'll see on sale at GameStop for like $10 very fast. Why, why do games <sighs> do that? Like, check out these screenshots. The most beautiful thing you've uh-huh. ever seen and... Yeah. It's hype, dude. It's hype. It's like they try to build this hype for a game, and they do a, such a good job at it because these companies, these publishers, know what the gamers want nowadays. And what is the biggest thing that console gamers look for in today's games? It is graphics because graphics always make headlines. You know, if a game comes out 1080p on PS4 and 720p on Xbox, that's a headline. Like, oh, this game made 720p on Xbox One. Fucking 30 frames a second, but on PS4 it runs at 60 frames, 1080p, or whatever the hell. And it always makes headlines every single time a game has come out this generation that looks better on one system than the other. It will make headlines. Hey, ever even, since I was a even, kid, man. Even games, even games that are exclusive to certain systems. For example, Rise. Oh, Rise, exclusive to Xbox One, can only do 900p or. Fucking Titanfall can only do 729p. They always do it. Even with exclusive games, they're always bashing does, That's because when these consoles came out, everyone expected the best. They Everyone expected 1080, like 60 frames. Most but it's everyone not ex- possible when these developers have not had the time to fully flesh out the systems it's and not, fully feel what they can work with, man. It's not all that, though. It's also the hardware inside. The the graphics card is, is you know, it's there's nothing you can do about that. I mean... So they do what they can with the with that graphics card and and the, that kind of RAM, and and sadly on the Xbox One it's got a different kind of RAM. You know, it's got the DDR3 versus DDR5. Does it make a big difference? I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't know. But I'm put, sure it put does. DDR5 on your PC compared to DDR3, and you will see like a speed difference, man. The thing is though, I just don't get how they can 
all learn how to easily make a game for the PS4, but they don't know how to make one for the Xbox One. I mean, how hard is it to like just study the fucking hardware, dude? I don't know, man. But there's got to be what a reason. Get paid to do? What do they get paid RAM. to do? I understand if it only happened to one developer on one game, but it's multiple games, so it's obviously... It's, it's across the board, across all developers, dude. I mean, I, don't, I just don't understand how it is so hard to, like, study the system. How is it that the companies, you know, certain companies can hit 1080p on the Xbox One or don't even have to hit 1080p to make the games look great, yet other companies are struggling to even hit the fucking frame rate of 30 frames per second? Yeah, it's bullshit that when they say they can't be done, Witcher 3 looks amazing, and Dragon Age looked amazing, so... They have mm-hmm. the glitches, but game gameplay-wise, those games look amazing. Um, and why these other companies like Assess, uh, Ubisoft, and EA Sports or EA, whoever the hell they are, I don't know why they aren't hitting it. These, these guys have tons of money. They're just not putting the money in. They're putting all their money into into marketing as opposed to research and development. I don't know. I I thought The Witcher did look amazing. The only only problem I had with The Witcher it was the frame rate was a little low, it, and especially when you're indoor. Yep. But outdoor, it's, outdoor it's fine. It has 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 quite a bit of screen blurring here and there when it gets really intense. But um, that's most that's mostly only happened on um, the the cinematics. The actual gameplay for me has never really teared at all. I just, I just don't get it. I mean, they make all this money and they make all this money off of games and they get all, every every fucking time they come out, like, oh yeah, this fucking game just sold 5 million copies at $60, dude. That's a lot of fucking money you just made. And yeah, you have to pay employees, whatever. You have to pay salaries and all that shit. But what the hell is all the extra money going to? You guys are not using it to research and develop for a fucking system that's going to be the system your company's going to be selling games on for the next five years. I just don't get it, dude. You know, I just don't get it. All right, anyways. Hey, you want, you want a voicemail? We got a voicemail. No, I, I got to tell you about what I've been playing. I've oh, been playing oh, this No, wait, week. wait. Jesus, you can't play games. You don't play games. Yeah, I, I bought you a game games. last week. Have you played it? Yeah, no, I haven't. No, I haven't played <laughs> you it. Said, no, oh. but I will play it. I will play it this week. It's though. a two-hour well, well, game. I got on Steam, dude, and I bought Door Kickers, man. And that it, game man. is fucking cool. Wait, door kicker. I, I, door I kickers. Seen. You're just like a fucking. You just control like a little SWAT team guys. It's point and click. You you fucking take them through a house and they you just press go and you see them go and either they'll fuck up or they'll not fuck up and they'll make it to the house or not make it to the house. It's a fucking very simple game and it's awesome. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, oh, so you're busting like criminals? Yeah, you're like kicking doors down, and you just like like point and click. You just send them into the house, but you like it'll tell you like in the beginning like there might be five criminals in the house, but you don't know where they're at in the house, so you can like you have to like tell your team where to go, and like if they run into the criminals, they either shoot them or they get shot because they're not prepared for them. Yeah, it kind of looks on the screenshots. It looks like um, Hotline Miami. I don't know, man. It's, it's cool. It's a cool little game. It's fun. That's um, all matters. Besides that, I've been playing The Last of Us on PS4. That game looks amazing. I gotta say, man, that game is very immersive. It's just like you're... You, I, I feel like... I don't know, dude. Every time I play this game, I just feel like, wow, like I'm in it, dude. Like, I'm in it. Like, that's it. Like, I'm into this game when I'm playing it. You, yeah, some of those... Like, the clickers, man. The clickers, oh, you actually fear, fear. Yeah, them. man. Like... I, I went to a spot earlier, you know, when like, I was walking, and there's like everything that was around me was clickers, like ten of those fucking things, and it's like wow. Like, I was like, fuck it, dude. I just pulled out my gun and started shooting them. 
Jesus, so once you get the mechanics down and you really get into this game, let's play multiplayer. Just take what you're playing right now and you just turn that into a death match. So you have oh, to like man. you have to really choose how you're going to kill someone. You can't just run up to somebody because you can only run ten steps and you're running out of breath like you do in the game. You know you yeah. got to kind of yeah. rest. It's it's exactly that immersion, but it's team versus team. It, it dude, it, I love it, dude. It was it was and, so and, awesome. And it's so cool the way that the chick Ellie or whatever the way she is, she she's just amazing, dude. Like, fuck, it's like I feel like there's like a real person with me just following me around. Oh yeah, she, dude, the way she like she cusses yeah. and stabs enemies in the head. Yeah, and like, or she'll be like trying to whistle, and you're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And you're like, I'm trying to learn how to whistle, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> leave me the fuck alone. Guys, <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you trying to learn how to whistle right now? Like in the middle of the fucking apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the side dialogue, the the yeah, so optional cool. dialogue is really interesting. Yeah, and it just happens randomly. You're just like walking through shit, and it'll just happen. And it's like, oh fuck, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Does she do her jokes? Like she has her joke book. Yeah. yeah, she does all kinds of funny shit. Um, I also played Killzone, Shadowfall. Oh, um, that game is cool, man. But it's really just different. It's hard. It's just it's different from other first-person shooter games. I'm having a real hard time getting used to the way it controls. It's it's always been kind of a floaty game, even on PS3. It's yeah. I remember float. I remember it on PS2 even when Killzone 2 or Killzone 1 came out on PS2. And I remember playing it on PS3, too. And, yeah, and I always remember being kind of weird, but for some reason on those games, I actually enjoyed it. This time, I'm, like, having a real hard time getting the controls down, man. It's I thought hard. they tightened it up. So is it the actual controls as in the button layout or the way it feels? The way it feels, man. Like, the, when you pull up a gun, it just doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like Call of Duty or Battlefield feels to me, like, very smooth. It just feels like the guy is struggling or something lifts up the gun. It's just really There's weird. There's, like, a delay. Yeah, it's like really weird. It's um, and it, it, it sucks. It sucks when you're getting shot at by like ten different guys and they're all chasing you. And you're sending your little robot to shoot at people and it's getting destroyed and it's just it's hard. I think there's also a lot more gun bobbing or head bobbing or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that heavy feel. I think it's cool. It's different. Battlefield has it, but Battlefield has it to the point where it's like you. Gas if you need to. You still can run away. You still can do things. On um, this game, I'm just having a real hard time. Yeah. It's not like a pro- progressive system. You're not leveling up, really. So it didn't feel like I had anything to work towards. Mm. It's like just playing a match after match after match. It was like not even like they didn't even do. I played, I've been hearing a lot about everywhere, dude. It's rock. Sit down for like an hour with it and see what the hell it's about. I don't even know what it's about. No idea what it's about. I just know everybody's raving about this game being like. I haven't heard game of the year, but everyone's just talking about how fun it is. And yeah. it's, you know, for a free PlayStation Plus game that everyone's talking about right now, it's pretty cool. awesome. That's cool, especially, you know, the, the developer's not really well known. Hey, man, they're getting me appreciated and loved. That's fucking awesome. Um, But yeah. So basically, you're just playing soccer with a remote control car. <laughs> From the list of it, that's what I hear. I mean. Yeah, you're playing like a remote control car. You're like behind it, like third person, like you're driving like a Forza car, but you're on this soccer field and you're like a little RC car and you're, you could do bicycle kicks and you could do jump slams and, and yeah. You're, yeah, it's just all, like a soccer. So it's like sock car. Sock, sock. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. But that's what I've been playing this week, man. I, I, um, one thing I want to talk about real quick is, is this right here. I don't know if you guys can see it on the camera. Let me see if you guys can see this. This? Wow. This is a Mad Cat's gaming pad for the iPhone 6, man. And it looks like a 360 controller. It has the same triggers. It, looks, it feels a little bit like, obviously, the certain aspects of it are different. It's not shaped like exactly the same like a 360 controller, but it looks like it, it has the same button layouts. Same D-pad, same thumbsticks. Uh, but my brother, I've seen my brother use this on an iPhone, and I used it myself on an iPhone. And this is the best gaming pad for an iPhone. How is the and, response though? Is it really? Is it, really it on works? Point? It's on point, dude. It was, I watched point. a video of him playing. Was that Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, Grand Theft Auto. It, it looks like. It looked like the, the buttons weren't responding correctly, but, I mean, I don't know. I couldn't tell. I was just no, watching. No, he, he was playing it, man, and they were responding just fine. Uh, there was no delay. It's connected to Bluetooth. Uh, it connects Bluetooth to your phone, and it does have its own batteries. Like, I think it comes with two AAAs. It is made by Madcats. Madcats is not known for the quality very well. <laughs> but they're, no, uh, but they're it, known for good enough, though. But recently, as of recent years, they've been getting a little better. Um... The thing is, he bought this one, which I'm going to give away today. This MOGA gaming controller, gaming pad. Now, this one actually is different from that one. This one has the same layout as the 360 controller, as you can see it. But it actually opens up, so you put your iPhone in here, and you close it around the iPhone. And this one, the iPhone 5S, iPhone 5, and maybe the iPhone 4S, whatever has this new lightning connection it doesn't work with the 30 pin connection and it doesn't fit an iphone 6 because the iphone 6 is just too big um but yeah what do you what do you mean by giving away i'm actually gonna give this away actually to a listener actually, what are you yeah, doing I'm actually, I'm actually like giving a, this away i'm actually giving this away yeah i'm giving this away because we don't i mean obviously my brother cannot return it it's, it's been past the time he could return it and actually, I, I put a post on, on the Facebook group. You know, if you go to our Facebook group and join our Facebook group, you know, you can see this. I posted a, a, a something on there. You know, I posted a picture of it or something like that. And I said, you know, I'll give it away to whoever comments on here. What are you going to play with this game, with this gaming pad? And I actually, I'm going to give it away to Scott Clark because he answered my question pretty dead on. He says, I own the Dead Space, the Dead Space game on iOS. He says, but I never played it because I was afraid of the touch controls. He said, I'd love to try it with the controller. And you know what, Scott Clark? You're going to try it with the MOGA controller. Hopefully, if it's your phone, um, just message me, email me on Facebook or, you know, message me on there. Or uh, I just need your address to send, to send this. I mean, this is brand new. Literally, my brother literally opened it up, tried to put it on his phone, and it didn't fit. So it, it hasn't even been used. Um, but I got to say, man, I'm really impressed with these gaming pads for the phones. It's just... To me, it's like, wow. Like, And especially, you know, we have games like Bioshock on the iPhone. If I was to buy Bioshock on my iPhone, I would definitely ask my brother, hey, bro, let me borrow your gaming pad, dude, and let me play. That thing only costs him 22 bucks. And it gives you, like, like, an actual, like, full gaming experience on your phone. And, I mean, if you have one of those HDMI adapters, you can connect your iPhone to your TV, and now you're having a full-screen experience with your iPhone and a gaming pad in your hand, and you will be playing this game. What kind of, what is it, like a mini HDMI? Yeah, um, yeah, like, you can, like, there's an adapter you can buy on Apple websites, or, you know, even, like, on any other store. They cost, like, $30, and it connects to, like, your TV, like, it's an HDMI, but you can connect your iPhone to it, 
you know. I have a mini HDMI to HDMI, and it was like two bucks, dude. Yeah, the, the one for Apple is different because it's obviously Apple branded, oh. and it only works for like iPhones and iPads with the new Lightning adapter. It's called like some. It's called like the Lightning adapter or something. Anyways, you connect your phone to your TV, and it displays what's on your phone on your TV. So imagine you buy Bioshock on your phone for five bucks. I think it's five bucks right now on the App Store. You buy it on your phone for five bucks. You plug in your gaming pad. You connect it to your thing. You plug it into your TV. Now you have Bioshock. On your phone, playing on your TV. Now you got a full gaming experience, especially if you have one of these gaming pads. Um, it's really cool, dude. It's really, really cool. I just, I was impressed by it. I, I'm the type of person who, when these came out, when these, this MOGA thing came out, I remember being announced, I think a year ago at CES, when it was announced and they were talking about it, I remember thinking like, oh, that looks like such a gimmick, dude. But watching my brother play with that Mad Cats one, and it looks just like a 360 controller, I was like, Dude, I really want one now. Yeah, it's twenty bucks, man. That, that's that's not bad, especially for games as, as as hard to control as GTA Five or even Dead Space, like Scott Clark was saying. Um, you know, it, it's just it's amazing the technology we have nowadays to be able to game on phones like that. It's just Android. crazy. Android all day, baby. Android, yeah, Android doesn't have the, just the caliber of games the iOS store has, dude. Doesn't matter, man. It's an Android. I don't, know, I don't know. 1080p all Doesn't day, 60 frames. Is it 60 frames per second on 1080, <laughs> 1080p on Android? <laughs> I still got a Samsung S3, and when I watch YouTube videos, I can't even. I only can only load 720 because that's all the screen is. But damn, 720 looks good on on five inches. It does. Or four and a half, or whatever. And you know, the iPhone has that Retina display, man. It's, it's an amazing display, and it, it's just fuck, dude. That I'm telling you that. If you tried one of these on your phone, you'd be like, wow, I really want to play some phone games now because some phone games that are really hard are easy to control with that thing. I think you just download it. I think when you connect it to your phone, it tells you, like, you need to download this app for it, and you download the app. And actually, on the app, you know how you were saying that there was kind of like a delay with my brother's button presses or whatever? You can actually, on the app, go on there and fine-tune the delay between all the button presses and the connection to the phone. And you can also like map the controller to how you want it to be. Fine. Why would you need to fine tune the response well, you, time? You, you, you could fine tune the response time, and you can actually map like zero. You can actually map the control on how you want the controls, like the buttons to be laid out or whatever. Like it's just weird. Mm. It's a weird app, but it, you just need to download the app so it could work with the other. Like it can make games work with it or whatever. Everything's an app. But yeah, I gotta give props to Mad Cats. You guys made a good product. Well, here you go, man. Uh, speaking of Scott, he left us. A, he went on a twelve-hour pub hop today, or something. I said, "Leave us a message when you're drinking." So he left us a message. Let's okay. see if we can understand it. I just. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Scott Clark. You know who I am. I am out boozing up with some buddies, and I thought I'd give you guys a shout. I know you're probably already recording already, but figure this worth a shot. Just wanted to give you a shout and say, really appreciate the show. Like what you guys are doing, Jesus. Try to find another adjective besides the word "fuck." <laughs> you know my two cents. Uh, have a good time. And apparently, I'm not nearly as deep as I thought I was going to be when I called. But I want to make sure I called in before you guys recorded. So, have a good show. And looking forward to the episode. Have a good one. Bye. Is it just me or does Scott sound a lot like Matt White? He does. I think he is Matt White. Um, uh, one thing is, I'm really glad that he was drinking because Scott let the fuck slip because he wouldn't do that. Uh, so we got that 
forever, dude. Scott, you said fucking a podcast. You're screwed. We got you're you screwed. on record. You're gonna lose. Yeah, you're gonna lose all everything. credibility. FBI is coming. <laughs> <laughs> that was a car alarm, not the FBI. That's <laughs> how <laughs> the police out of the UK, man. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Anyways. thanks, dude. Um, speaking of phones, man, let's get into it. Rob, this one is geared towards you. I, you sent all those emails. You pestered the Commodore for so long to make me a phone so I could play Commodore games. And they are making you a phone. Where is it, Jesus? Find that for us. The Commodore phone. I, I remember seeing that, an article about that. So Commodore, you know, they know people like their stuff. They know people always like their stuff. Um, but now they're making a phone. They said, you know what? We're going to come up with a phone, and this phone's going to actually be able to play Commodore games on it. Commodore 64 games, yeah. It's, it's uh, going to be uh, called the PET. Actually, the That's... phone looks pretty cool, man. If you look at pictures of the phone, it looks like any new smartphone nowadays. It actually looks pretty sweet. It's all white on the back. It says Commodore. Um, it says PET. It has a PET logo on the back, but the phone's actually called the Commodore. Um, yeah. It's basically, what it is is a phone, smartphone, branded with Commodore. Uh, and you can play. Okay, so look, the Commodore-branded Android smartphone runs a custom version of Android 5.0 Lollipop and lets you play old Commodore 64 and Amiga games. Uh, so it looks like it's a 5.5-inch display, which is probably perfect. I wish I had a 5.5-inch. It's a good size. 1920 by 1080 pixel resolution Gorilla Glass 3 display. It features a 1.7 gigahertz 64-bit octa-core processor. Octa eight cores? Yeah, man. An eight-core processor on a for phone? Gaming, what the bro? hell, man? It's for That's gaming, man. It's a, that Commodore technology is hardcore. It has an ARM Mali T760 GPU. I don't really know anything about GPUs on a phone. What it boils down to is about a thousand, maybe a million times more powerful than the original Commodore 64. Yeah, <laughs> Quite man. literally, huh? They're actually able to emulate, you know, all the games. I wonder if it'll be able to emulate all the games on there, and if it will, then I mean, that's pretty cool. Uh, is this something that will make you interested in buying a smartphone, Rob, if you don't already own one, or if you own one, what do you own? Yeah, I have a G4. I have a Galaxy S4. Nice. S4. Would you move over to the Commodore phone? Um, no, because my work pays for my phone, so <laughs> they buy me all the tech that I need, so they wouldn't probably shell out for that, but... Uh, if I was buying my own phone, absolutely, I'd buy it. I, I was actually more surprised that they'd actually re-released the Commodore 64 console a few years back. I didn't even know that. Had I known that, I would have bought one. I'd love to get a hold of the old 64. So it looks like this this, okay, this, this phone is called the PET, the P-E-T, and it says it's coming out in Italy, France, Germany, and Poland this week in two models, like a 16 gig for 300, a 62 gig for 365. Did I say 300 the first time? Okay, so 300 and 365, and it doesn't really say when it might be coming to European or uh, North America, but but that's interesting. I would have never saw this coming. Yeah, I don't think I ever heard of the Commodore until Rob is on, until we did this show. I don't even think I knew what a Commodore was. Hmm. It's good that it plays Amiga games too, because the Amiga games are way better. But um, it'll be interesting to see what the catalog is. Yeah. That? Oh, oh, oh. yeah. So yeah, that's that is that, dude. Commodore phone. Yep. Commodore phone. 
And here, here, let me. Also, there's this, there's a game coming out called The Flock. Did you guys look at any of the gameplay on that? Yeah, I saw The Flock, man. That's a that's a game where you can uh, you play, and once everybody dies, you're you're dead, and the game is over. Like they're gonna shut the servers down, right? Yeah, so it's a it's a game that's coming to Steam. It's a PC game. It's mm-hmm. it's it's like a multiplayer horror game where you either play, I think you play like the like a military type deal or you play the monsters. And there's there's going to be a like an overall life pop, there's an there's a flock's population countdown will be available to view in menu on the Steam store and on the website. So there's going to be a, the, a countdown clock where I don't know how many lives it's going to be. It could be millions or whatever. But once that clock once that clock hits zero then the game is no longer playable. You can't download it. You can't play it. It's just it'll be shut down. I I wonder how what what they're. I mean, if this game is five dollars, I'd be interested in, in playing it. But I'm not. But how much could they ask for this? It doesn't. I, I would say maybe fifteen bucks, ten bucks, twenty bucks. Why would you pay any money for a game that's just going to end when you've got no chance to play the game? Uh, I, I like the idea because I like playing multiplayer games, but at least with this one, I know there's an ending to it. So there's an ending to this multiplayer game. And if it's, a, if it's good, it, if it has good memories and experiences and stuff to talk about, great. If it's a shitty game, and, and what if that clock like, never depletes because no one plays it? Like, oh, okay, this is kind of weak. And there's always like lives well, in there. I wonder if there'll be a time limit to like, if you don't log into it every twenty four hours, you get kicked off and you're dead. Well, they can't do that if they can't do that if they're expecting you to play, pay for the game. They can't. What it is? That's how they control the population. It looked kind of cool to me. I was looking at the, the you know, it's all dark and multiplayer. Like uh, this looked like deathmatch and stuff like that. But um, I, I think it's interesting. I, I don't know about this. How much is going to cost? If it costs any more than like five bucks, then it seems. Kind of weird. I would drop five dollars to just ex- to experience it and say I did, and just like and that goes. At least I know there's an end to this multiplayer. I, it's not like you know it just it's there forever. Yeah, I, I was reading an article about this, and the developer was talking about how they've seen other games, you know, released recently, and you know they noticed that people don't really play the multiplayer forever. So they're saying, what's the point of us keeping the game alive forever when we can make a game that's something new, a new experience for everybody? And they're like one of the first people to come out and do this. Maybe we see other developers try this. It's like a, it's basically um, the hunter versus the hunted. So. This is this is evolve. But kind of, yeah. You have a limit to if once you're dead, you're fucking out are, of the game. Are, are left for dead. If you're yeah, this is left for is dead. Awesome. Left for dead or evolve. Made by you know what's that company called? Valve? Left for dead. Yeah, Valve. Yeah, made by Valve. So basically, they're copying Valve's idea. Like, yo, we're gonna make this game that's multiplayer only, you know, hunter versus the hunted. Uh, but once the hunters win, the hunters win. Or once the hunted win, the hunted win. Like that's it. And there's not. I do it. think this is an interesting idea. I'm not sure if it'll pan out. And I hope this is the only game that ever does this. Just well, to be that one game that come out and they did this something different, but I hope not. People in the future aren't looking to do more do games this, like, this. To like yeah. copy this. Well, I mean, what if they're successful? What if they sell a lot of these copies of these games and they're just like, wow, like we had a hit. Let's do this again. You if they sell a lot of copies, then the, then the number will be ran out quicker. <laughs> I just, I just see, I just see like if they sell a lot of copies of this game, like let's say they like they say they they hit five million, I could see them doing it again, but like on a better, bigger scale, I guess. Like, oh, we're gonna release this on everything, and everything, you know, once the, the numbers deplete on everything, that's done. 
I just, I don't know. Yeah, so hit or miss. I, I'm not sure. I, I'm I'm kind of interested in the idea that it's going to happen. I would like to see. I'm gonna I'm gonna be looking forward to seeing how this turns out. Hopefully, we either have something good to say in the podcast, or we can just rip this game to shreds. <laughs> either way, I think it'll be it'll be a, a cool idea uh, or a shitty idea. I mean, I really don't know. Could yeah. be shitty. Well, nobody else. Well, is Brink here? Are Brink, are you in here? No, I think Brink walked away. Oh, Brink walked away. Rob, Rob, you think it's a shitty idea? Yeah, it doesn't work for me. I wouldn't. I'm not really a multiplayer person, though, so yeah, yeah, it never true. appealed to me. So, yep, there you yeah, go. If, the flock. If you have a PC, I don't, I'm not even sure what the specs are for this game. Uh, but if you have a PC, go ahead and look at it. It know. didn't look like it. It didn't look like it, it needed some high end. Yeah, it look like it, Yeah. Anyways, Dead Island Two developer has been removed from the project specs. Spec Ops The Line, developer Jaeger, has officially been removed from the creation of Dead Island 2. Uh, the comments were said that if, with Dead Island 2, Deep Silver has always been dedicated to delivering the sequel that Dead Island's fans deserve. After careful, after careful consideration, today we announced the decision to part ways with development partner Jaeger. We will continue working towards bringing our vision of Dead Island 2 to life, and we will share further information at a later stage. So... I don't know if this is big news. Even uh, we always see this happen, you know. And if we see, if we saw Konami get rid of Kojima or Kojima walk away from Konami for whatever reason he did, um, <laughs> I'm not surprised to see anybody get fired off of any any project nowadays. There's so many developers out there that you can hire nowadays. It, it's such a a market where you're getting a new job every project that you work on, basically. I thought Dead Island 2 was already a game. It is, but they're dropping the the developers, so hopefully they don't just... This game needs to come out. They can't just can it. I mean, this game was supposed to come out very soon, so it's not... They gotta be pretty far in production. Well, yeah, maybe they just, like, done with it. Like, like, all right, man, we gotta work out the bugs. And he fucked up and told him, like, yeah, guys, I think I'm done with the game. I just need to work out these bugs. And they're like, okay, man, we don't want to pay your salary anymore. Just... We were fired. Well, they did. Okay, they did Spec Ops, the line. Did you guys play Spec Ops? Oh, yeah, that game was amazing, man. One of the best games that I played, you know, man. Spec Ops was really good. It was a really underrated game when it came out, man. Nobody, like, nobody bought it, but I remember buying it and just thinking to myself, like, holy crap, the story in this game is amazing. You're in Dubai. It's a whole new setting. You're not in Afghanistan or whatever, like most Call of Duty games are. Back in fucking Vietnam, like Call of Duty, like you're not in this real world situation. Like you're in Dubai, you're looking for some dude, some general. And the choices and that game him. has you make, yeah, are insane. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Like it's like some real moral choices you have to make, and you just like feel either like shit after making them, and you're just like, wow, like I had to make that choice. Like there's no other way. I uh, what I liked about Spec Ops, yeah, was those weird choices. But but since I knew there was a there was a um, there was an achievement for whenever you get to those choices like do this A or do this B, and you got an achievement for A and B. So I do A and then reload the game and then do B. So I saw both choices on every one because I was trying to get both those achievements in one playthrough. Um, Spec Ops, man, there were some really deep story plot like points in that game. The I, only I, choice that I remade was the ending. Do you remember the end of that game? It's spoilers for anybody who hasn't played it, but I mean, most people that have played it have played it. You know in the end when the army comes and rescues you, uh, like they show up in their jeeps, and the guy, you know, 
he comes up to you and he's like, "Hey, put your hands yeah. up." And you oh, can either like, you no. can either put your hands up and be like, "Okay, I give up. I surrender because I shot the general or whatever because he's a psycho." But they think you shot the general because you were like treason or whatever. So I tell you, put your hands up, and you either put your hands up, or you can just go on a fucking shootout and kill all the soldiers that come to rescue you. Um, I did that twice. The first time. For some reason, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. These guys are going to take me to prison. Like, fuck these guys. I'm going to shoot all of them. <laughs> so I started shooting all of them. And like and that shit got pretty cool. Because I mean, you're like in this intense shootout to like finish the game. You're just like shooting the shit out of everybody, throwing grenades. They're fucking killing the shit out of all these soldiers. And then the second choice is just like you give up. So like they basically, they, they kind of like how you put your gun down. And you kind of walk towards them. And they kind of like just basically like, you know, tell you like you're under arrest for... For fucking treason or whatever, you killed your commanding officer. You killed your team, and then they arrest you. Um, two different endings, completely different endings. Two different achievements. It's very easy to get those achievements. You just go back and replay the ending. Um, but the moral choices in that game, man. I mean, that game had me thinking, like, wow, like, fuck. I made some wrong choices during the game. <laughs> like, once I got to the end, I was like, wow. It had me thinking, man. It's one of those games that makes you think. So I don't know if you beat that part at the end where you kill all the American soldiers, but I sat there in a pretty long-ass gunfight, and it's like, it's like horde mode. It just gets harder and yeah, harder man. until you die. These guys just kept, like, yeah, because, I mean, they showed up in their Humvees, man. They just kept coming, and I think, I remember killing all of them. I remember just, like, going, like, fighting with them for, like, ten minutes straight, and just shooting and shooting and shooting and fucking picking up new guns and reloading and shooting the other guys. And it was pretty intense, dude. Um, so Gunny in, in our chat saying this, that's, he said this, that's the only game he never played on the 360. What? Come on, man. We just ruined the whole ending for you. <laughs> oh, dude. Hey, play that game, Gunny. It's Seriously, really cool. It has a really not. cool story. Um, I, I remember listening to interviews on the 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 developer or the guy or whatever and he's mm-hmm. he was he was talking about it how how they spent a long time on this game there it wasn't a big crew i don't think but um it wasn't a big team who made this game that's the thing a lot of games on 360 towards the end of the life cycle that weren't big development teams that like you didn't know these guys like you did not know the teams that made certain games so they didn't get a lot of hype you know games that had like big teams and and teams with publishers that were huge like EA or Activision Everybody knows who Infinity Ward is. Everybody knows who Treyarch is. Everybody knows who these big, like, you know, everybody knows who DICE is. You know, these big development teams, they get hyped. Even if you come out with the game and say, yeah, guys, we're working on a brand new IP. It's about shooting aliens. You're in space. It's going to be developed by DICE. As soon as EA says this game will be developed by DICE, people are saying, like, okay, I'm on board. But, like, let's say they come out and say, like, this game will be developed by whatever team in San Francisco. Everybody's like, oh, who the hell is that? Who are those guys? Like, if a, if a development team is not known, games don't get hype. Simple as that. So that's Jaeger for you, or Jaeger, or Jaeger. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's a really good game, man. Spec Ops the Lion, Skinny Chief. Go get it, dude. And I hope, this, I hope Dead Island 2 happens because I would really like to play it. And the spec ops line, the thing about it is, you can probably buy it for like five dollars nowadays. Oh that yeah, dude. Two was already a game that was out. It, no man, you, you're thinking of name? you're thinking of Riptide. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. So this is Riptide. Dead Island Riptide. Three. This is 
This is this is the one with the guy jogging on the three, beach, but it's three. But it's technically really number two. Yeah, it's it's an official oh, one by the. Because Riptide wasn't Riptide like fan made or some shit. Wasn't it like a mod that somebody made and like they actually made into a game or something like that? Uh, that, was a, sure. that was a full complete game, dude. I think. I yeah, think that I, like, but I remember like it was like commercial. it was like a mod, and then like the development team thought the mod was so good, so they just like copied the mod and just made like a whole game out of that shit. That was a big game, man. To make a. I remember something like that where, like, it was fan-made, dude. Like, it was, like, fan input that they just, like, either they asked either either they asked the fans what the fans wanted or it was a mod. I just remember something like that when that game came out. Anyways, let's talk Nintendo, guys. So, last week, after our show, actually on Sunday, I believe, um, CEO of Nintendo, Satoru Iwata, passed away. He passed away at age 55. Um, pretty young. For you know, somebody dying of natural causes nowadays. Um, but yeah, Nintendo released a statement saying Nintendo Company uh, deeply regrets to announce that President Iwata passed away on July 11, 2015, due to a bile duct growth. Um, he began working at Nintendo in the 1980s as a programmer. Um, he worked on a bunch of different projects. Man, this guy worked on Kirby, Kirby's Dreamland. He worked on the debut of the Game Boy. He worked on different things. Um, he became president of Nintendo actually in May of 2002 after working his way up the company. And he oversaw the launch of Nintendo's most successful platforms, the DS, the 3DS, the Wii, which is by far Nintendo's best-selling system, and the Wii U. Um, yeah, uh, he fucking did a lot of things for the Nintendo industry. But I just wanted to really quick, you know, recap on... You know, we don't talk much about Nintendo on this podcast because, quite frankly, the Wii U has been a failure. Has been a failure. The Wii U? The Wii U? Wii U, Wii U, Wii U, whatever the fuck. Uh, the, the system has been a failure since launch, man. I mean, let's be honest. We all know this. The only good games on there have been, like, Mass Effect 3, fucking... Wind Waker. Zombie U, Wind Waker... A bunch of Nintendo games like uh, Mario Karts. Mario there, there, there is a lot of good games on there. Just There's stuff. a lot of good games on there, but let's be honest. For a lot of gamers like us that play a different type of game, we can say that the, the Wii U doesn't make us want to buy it. Hopefully with the Nintendo uh, NX system, the new one they're going to come out next year with or the year after that they announced this year, hopefully that system actually... Uh, comes out and you know kind of appeals to us. I've been noticing you know people talking about the graphics on the next system, how they're going to be. I don't expect them to be the best, man. I expect them to be 1080p, and that's about it. I don't expect them to blow me away. I don't expect them to like release a fucking Zelda that looks more realistic than a cartoon. I don't expect that, um, but. I do expect good games from it, and hopefully they release something awesome. But the but we all know the Wii U hasn't sold at all any well. Like as soon as the the next gen systems came out, like the Xbox One and the PS4 came out, it wasn't even like six months after they both came out that they both had outsold the Wii U for two years. That it had been out, it had been out in 2012, and they outsold it in six months. So. With that being said, we know how bad the Wii has sold. Um, but yeah, 
Yeah, so... Yeah, man, it's sad. And uh, I mean, he did he did pave the way. I mean, like you said, not a lot of us are, are really Nintendo gamers. Uh, for what reason, you know, just for different reasons, um, the games just lately haven't appealed to us. But there's a lot of people out there who really find Nintendo, find their games special for reasons that I totally understand. And, and, and they've been around and paved the way for a lot of gamers who have become gamers and, you know, who are gamers now, you know, it's... Just Nintendo is has been a, a starting point for a lot of people. Yeah, it has been. I mean, I remember me as a kid, I remember Nintendo being one of my first systems to own, the Super Nintendo. Um, and yeah, I remember going to buy it. I remember going to the mall to buy this system, and you know, you, you get the brand new system feeling, and you're excited to go home and play it. So I remember going home, setting it up, and just playing Mario, man, and Donkey Kong which is an amazing experience for me. I remember beating Donkey Kong. I remember when I actually was able to go all the way through it, because you know you couldn't save back in those days. You had to, like, leave your system on for, like, the whole day so you could continue playing it later. Um, I remember beating the whole game and just being like, yeah, I beat it. Like, oh, you know. Um, and back in those days, there wasn't no achievements, man. You didn't get no achievement. You just beat it, and you knew you beat it. That's how you just... You knew you beat it. And you knew somebody who was lying to you when they said they beat it because... They're like, okay, man, do you remember that level with, you know, with the fucking, with this and that? And they're like, yeah, you know, and they're like, oh, what are you talking about? Like, oh, you didn't beat the game then, you know? Um, you know, that was, Nintendo paved the way for a lot of us to to become gamers, man. And back in those days, it wasn't about graphics. It was just about fucking having fun, man. And they really released a system that just was fun for everybody, for adults, for kids. It was a new thing. Video games, but I yeah I remember seeing Super Mario Brothers three on that uh, movie The Wizard with uh, Fred Savage, or was it Ben Savage? One of those two. I remember seeing that and I was so excited like oh this you know because they show you they show you that little secret in the very begin or in the, during that uh that you know the the thing you know every, that movie was about Nintendo and they got mm-hmm. one guy guy it had all the Nintendo games but I remember. The, just how how like awesome it was to see a mo- a game like that in the in the th- in the in on the big screen in the theater in a movie, and when it came out, I remember one of the this kid like it was one of my mom's friends' kids. So, you, know, you, you hang out with a bunch of kids when you're younger because your parents hang out with their parents. And I remember he had Super Mario Brothers three. And I'm looking at the box and you know it's all yellow. It's got the Mario on the front with the raccoon tail. And you're just like, oh, I want this. Like you're the luckiest kid ever. You have a brand new game. Mm. Games were so special back then. You'd have to go to Toys R Us and and you look in the, the the display case and they're all displayed out in these display cases. And you have to go and look for the tags above. And then you get that tag in your hand. If there's any, you know, that's back when games actually could sell out, and you would have to wait and wait to get games. <laughs> and and you go and you and you pay for it. Then you have to go wait in that separate line. And there's there's people in this line just to get video games. And you're waiting in that line. You get up to the counter, and give them the, the ticket, and then you get your game. And you're holding it the whole way home. You're looking at it. like games were so special back then. I don't think kids who have games these days. Look at games the same way we did back then. I don't think I think I don't think that they're getting games and like looking at the box a hundred times at all the little pictures and reading the instruction or the manuals and I don't know if that if that same like spark of interest of passion is is in gaming nowadays. I'm not saying games are obviously way better than they ever been, but 
I remember that feeling just so well, dude. I remember going, you know, and playing games at Sears. They have the thing set up with the Super Nintendo in it, and you're playing, the, you know, the arcades right next door, but you're in there playing Free Street Fighter 2. Yeah. It was it was, ama- it was an amazing time, man. Super Nintendo especially was... Who was? For me, it, it was just like it was... Uh, I was cool, man. Just putting the Sup- games in top, standing straight Sup- up. Like. Super Nintendo was one of the most amazing systems that ever came out, especially at this time. It was just so cool to just have this system that just had all these fucking awesome games on it. Um, you know, so this before the show this week, I, I posted a question on the group and asked the community to give us some of their best Nintendo memories, <laughs> starting with Matt White. He said, one of my best memories growing up playing Nintendo is with my mom. He said, we would stay up all weekend playing Super Mario Brothers, uh, playing through the whole thing time after time. He said, when Super Smash Brothers came out, 2 came out, we did the same thing. He says, then the Super Nintendo came out, and it was like, it was on like Donkey Kong. He said, no, really, Donkey Kong Country. And I remember I, I, that was a game that I beat, and I fucking love that game. He said, he played jo- Yoshi's Island and Super Mario Brothers 3. And uh, he said basically him and his mom would hang out like all night and just play these games so they could beat him, you know. Because like I said, back in those days, man, you didn't have memory cards. You just had to beat the game. Well, the memory card was actually in the in the in the cartridge if if the game had I guess say. But most of the games, yeah, you did. You you'd start it up and you'd see how far you can get. Because, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and that's as far as you got. And once you restarted it, you restarted the whole thing. I remember back then, it felt like the game boxes. I kept them all neat. I always put the little games back in there with that little yeah. sleeve, you know, like on Super Nintendo, <laughs> that little plastic sleeve you clip yeah. on the bottom. I feel like the games, as weird as this smell, it smells, as weird as this sounds, the game had, games had like an actual smell to them, like the plastic, your consoles. I feel like I can remember those smells just so vividly in my mind. Like, I, I, I don't know, man. It's, it was awesome, dude. And, like, especially the Super Nintendo. Maybe because that's back also when I couldn't afford to buy my own stuff. So if you had yeah. something, it was, you know, you, your parents bought it for yeah, you. Yeah, your parents bought it for you. You you enjoyed it more, I guess. Um, Paul Lee Page, he's another person in our group. He said his biggest Nintendo moment has to be playing the Nintendo 64 for the first time. He said being greeted by Mario's 3D face on the menu screen of Mario 64 and then running around with what seemed, at, like at the time, complete freedom with the analog stick. I remember that. So another great moment was playing Lil at Wars, Star Fox 64 in the United States and feeling the rumble feedback for the first time in a game. And let's not forget, do a barrel roll. Um, yeah, uh, I agree with you, Paul. The Nintendo 64 was an, an amazing system for its time. It came out and like it blew everybody away. This, this thing was cool. It had four-player co-op on like a lot of different games. You played Super Smash Brothers on this, and that shit was cool. Um, you played that 007 game that everybody seemed to have played on that system. Um, that that was cool. The, the multiplayer on that was amazing. Um, but yeah, that I remember that Mario 3D face, and that thing was cool. Man, you just pull his nose, pull his ears, his hat, whatever you wanted to do. Oh yeah, and, um, yeah. And it was yeah. like like wow, you're like wow, I can't I can do this. Like what is this? You know, like I just. That game was amazing too. That Mario game was fun. It was one of the funnest Mario games that Nintendo has ever released. Uh, Rob Maynard, he says, my biggest Nintendo moment playing is playing in the Super Bowl and Tecmo Super Bowl <laughs> when me and four of my friends had, com- had a competitive season. 
He said, I lost, but it was still fun. I'm playing Super Mario Brothers with my sisters. They told me to jump in the pits for a secret level and I'd die and have to pass the controller. <laughs> then I'd stay up all night playing Killer Instinct with my older sister and friends. I remember having Killer Instinct Man on Super Nintendo. And, like, that 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 was freaking cool, man. I had a black I, I don't even know. Yeah, that? that was so diff- That's what I loved about it. Like, I was like, oh, this is so fucking cool. Like, I remember playing it and just, like, pulling it out. Just, like, it the, it's so different because it had the black cartridge, man. Like, you knew this game was badass. You was like, oh, yeah, it has a black cartridge, and you put it in there. And, like, I just was surprised that my mom even let me play a game that was so violent back in the day. And that, was, <laughs> but that game was pretty violent for a kid, like, my age. I remember being, like, fucking six years old when I was playing that. Yeah, dude, that's that's awesome. And, and Tecmo Super Bowl, I, I remember the old the old sports games were so simple and so fun. Just Tecmo Super Bowl was awesome. And and the the baseball, you know, the baseball, you're just hitting the ball. It's like, no, 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 that's the golf. You know, when you're hitting the, the ball and just going in the air, it's got that sound effect. It's so cheesy. Just watching the ball, like, like and the golf, dude, the, the Tecmo suit, this. You know, all those simple sports games oh, were so yeah. fun, dude. I I remember that. Yeah. Nowadays, sports games suck because they're so fucking complicated. I got a, I got a friend who does like a Tecmo Super Bowl tournament every year still. Yeah, yeah they Not go back nice. and play. Uh, yeah, Brink had so, to go. Brink, Brink, Brink. Brink had to go because of uh, he has got work early in the morning. Rob's very quiet because he doesn't know what a Nintendo is. Um. <laughs> uh, we got we got something from Suzanne actually Captain Hook's sister Captain Hook couldn't make it today but Suzanne is actually here no Captain uh, Hook is Suzanne's brother we're, that's how we're going to and then no no, no 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 you did it right but I'm saying now it's just Suzanne and her brother Captain Hook because yeah. Hook didn't show up today nor call no nothing we nothing. can't get a hold of him so he's, just like, he's fired if he, if, if he passed away we feel really bad dude I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> Suzanne says she'll keep her short and sweet. She said her favorite experiences with Nintendo games was playing with her brothers when we were little. And she says, it doesn't even matter what games we were playing or how mad I remember us getting at each other over losing. I bet Captain Hook got pretty pissed off. <laughs> she said, Oh, back then, it's like, you cheated, you cheated. Yeah, you fucking cheated. Anyways, I wouldn't love video games the way I do now if it wasn't for that. So basically, I have Nintendo and my brother specifically to thank for the enjoyment I get out of games now. Just... Make sure it doesn't get to Hook's head. Of course, we won't let it get to Hook's head, Suzanne. Um, that's the same way I feel. Me and my little brother, man, Omar, um, we, you know, back in the day, we would play Nintendo, man, and we would just either play Donkey Kong and we would, like, wait till one of us dies and then pass the controller to the other one, or we would just, you know, play Killer Instinct and fight against each other and just play different games like that and just just sit there and play these games, dude, for hours and just have so much fun. Um, it's crazy because that's what really that's what really drove me to video games. That's what made me love video games. Um, after having the Super Nintendo, I remember getting the Sega the Sega Genesis and playing that, dude. And I remember playing co op a lot of games with my brother on that. And then we we bought the PlayStation One, PS Two, and then from there I got the Xbox, the original, and the 360, then the Xbox One. You know, it just been ever since then, man. Nintendo has paved the way, dude. Even though Nintendo, I did not own a Wii. I did not own a Wii U, but I did play on both of those systems. I played a lot of Wii, actually. 
um, you know, rock band and all those sports games. You know, you played at friends' houses. You know, your aunt's house that bought that that shit for the little kids. Um, everybody's played a Wii, and everybody's played a Wii U, most likely or not. Um, but Nintendo has always been at the heart of everybody who who knows video games. Mario is an established franchise in the video game industry. And we all know that, dude. Mario's is Mario is what keep Nintendo alive. They they sell billions of dollars just on the name Mario itself. You can slap the name Mario on anything, and it sells. <laughs> it just does. Yeah. So uh-huh. I was I was watching uh I I was watching Halt and Catch Fire the other day. I bet you did you see that clip that I posted? I did. So it's based in the mid '80s, and they're just you know this is this was on the same night that he passed and. They're they're talking, you know. They're they're trying to build computers and get into online gaming in in the show. So in the show, he's talking about Nintendo. How Nintendo basically just comes and and that's all she wrote. It's like Nintendo is is the next biggest thing. It was like it was just there and perfect. I'll play it for you. Step one: beef up support staff of the explosive community functions. Step two: prep a huge launch of the latest game. Extract and defend. Spectacular blitz, national TV spots, full color ads. Let's hold off on the games. Just for a minute. Why would we do that? Three letters. C-E-S. The Consumer Electronics Show is this month, and from what I hear, cartridge consoles still own the games business. What about Atari? First company to lose a billion dollars in a year. Nintendo. This, um entertainment system thing is going to hit the states just in time for christmas and the skinny is that's all she wrote continuing with online games at this point we'll just be throwing good money after bad you're right so i mean that is that awesome. it, man. that is all she wrote and we all know that when nintendo you know that came out dude it everybody i know who plays video games nowadays has had a super nintendo rob Rob, how you? Well, Rob hasn't had a Super Nintendo. Have you had a Super Nintendo, Rob? Nope, never really wanted. Rob, have you ever gamed on a Nintendo system like a Game Boy or any other Nintendo systems? I mean, uh, I, I I own one of the original Game Boys. Dude, you ask the question, you don't want me to give you an answer. What's for that? Well, I mean, I own one of the big Game Boys. I remember that. Oh. Did you ever game on any of those? No, don't. Whatever. No, I did not. Yeah, I remember gaming on the big Game Boys, man. And that shit was just cool. I remember borrowing a Game Boy from my neighbor. He let me borrow it for one night. I thought it was awesome because I had a Game Boy. You know, you had to play it. In the, you couldn't play it in the dark because it didn't have, like, a backlit screen. Yeah. But I remember just playing, like, through some of the games. And, and they were so simple, but it was cool. I had this. I had a Game Boy for a night. I never owned a Game Boy, really, after that. I mean, I had a 3DS for a little bit. Um, but there's there's... It's my eyesight. I can't really focus on handheld gaming. So, I mean, I had a Wii U twice, and the games I did play on it, I really liked, but the sadly, the Wii U is it's, it's kind of like out, you know? It's not going to happen, man. I, w- I really wish Nintendo would have would have hit it home with that, but... It's done, man. That, that system is done. They already announced their next one coming out here pretty soon next year, the year after. But not then, not to talk badly about Nintendo. I guess we're here to just to pay yeah. our respects to Iwata. So even if you don't know who he is, or I don't know a whole lot of the details of him, I haven't followed him over the years. But I do I do respect the things that have come from him 
And because uh, what, what, what was that quote that he said that I want to quote uh, about him uh, being a developer? Um, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Uh, hold on a second. Um, it's a really, really good quote. Um, shit. It's a really, I just want to read this quote. And we, we can, uh, is there any more of the uh, posts? No, that's all I have for stories. Um, besides getting Chief saying that uh, he played The Simpsons on the Dreamcast, I believe, and he was pulling all-nighters with his friends, playing Yoshi's Island. Okay, here it is. This is a quote from him. It says, On my business card, I am a corporate president. In my mind, I'm a game developer, but in my heart, I'm a gamer. Yeah, I mean, that's a really good quote, dude. Um. Yeah. Every picture you see him, he's always looks like he's kind of smiling. You know, like he's always looks like a happy dude. So. Yeah, and wasn't he the guy who would always announce like their systems or whatever? He would always be on the on their like system press conferences or whatever. Or that Reggie guy. That, that yeah. Weird, scary dude. Looks <laughs> like a football player. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, we all know Nintendo, dude. It's always going to be a big name in the game industry. I don't. I think Nintendo is just too big to fail. Um, hopefully, it is because even with the Wii U losing millions of dollars for them, they're still alive very well. Very much, it's still a huge company these days. They're not struggling financially. On the other hand, Sony is struggling more financially than Nintendo is, and Nintendo fucking was able to sell a system and come out with a system that is completely being outsold by the other two. Yeah, well, it's because of all their TVs and, you know, all their computers and all that stuff's gone for good. You're not going to see those, what is it, Vios? or Vi- yeah. yeah, you're not going to see that stuff anymore. Unless you watch the Powers TV show, you'll see all those all over the place, man. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's that's all we have on Nintendo, guys. Um, besides that, I mean, there's really nothing else on the news. Um, EA has opened up a new studio uh, headed by Jade Raymond. She used to run Assassin's Creed, basically used to be like the big boss over at Assassin's Creed. But now she's going to head a new studio over in Montreal, Canada, called Motive. Motive will be working on Star Wars video games. They will be on new working on new IP, on a new IP. I don't say what the new IP is, but the new IP is the Star Wars game. So, who knows what they're working on over there at EA? Motive, new studio. Um, did you see the Brandon Lloyd post under under the, the last one? I did it. Uh, okay, he he says I can't send a voicemail right now, but I think my favorite system was the SNES. Two, uh, two of my favorite games of all time were Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy VI. The SNES was JRPG heaven, and no game release since has touched me as much as, um, as, as those two. Super Mario RPG is an honorable mention. Yeah. I mean, the SNES had so many games, man. You go back to that, they had so many games on it. Um, it's just crazy. It seemed back then like games had to be more based on a story rather than I mean obviously not Mario but 
but but like Final Fantasy, like he's saying, and Chrono Trigger and all those kind of games, they had to be more based on an interesting story because it, it wasn't about graphics like you were saying back then. Um, uh, Rob, when, when you used to old school game and all that, were, were you into like look, trying to find the best new looking game or were you into like trying to find stories? Who's Rob there? I don't know. Rob? <laughs> he walked away. <laughs> I walks away. Fuck. Anyways, but yeah, I mean, like I said, back in the day, it wasn't about it wasn't about graphics, man. It was all about story. It was about what you gameplay. It was gameplay or story. Yeah, because you could just Mario. Man, you could play Mario just like had gameplay. Donkey Kong had gameplay. Killer Instinct had gameplay. But there was games that had story and yeah. Look at gameplay. Like, like uh, look, even going back further a little bit, like Pac Man. All it was was yeah. gameplay. You just yeah. you're just playing to see how far you, it was all about high scores back then. Now now high scores are uh, little to nothing. And Rob, did you pop back in here? No. Oh. Um, yeah, it was all you know gameplay, gameplay, gameplay. You play. I could play Street Fighter Two. Uh, just let me go. Let me beat this game real quick. I played through the entire game in about twenty thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's just because I, 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 I fiend for that gameplay. It was about holding the controller in your hand and, and making those moves. There was nothing else behind it. I, I beat it with everybody so many times that I couldn't tell you any of those stories in. I remember Zangief. There was a bunch of like Russian dancing at the end. But <laughs> but I couldn't tell you anything about those stories. Right? I know there's stories. There's backstories to the endings. But but it was. It was about gameplay back then. It was, man. I mean, Speed Golfer is saying that his son plays it, but he's 10. <laughs> He says he, he says he likes Luigi's Mansion, but his son, he said he got his son a Wii U, and he now know he now knows the struggle of Mario. <laughs> it's kind of funny, man, because Mario was a struggle, dude. I mean, that shit was hard. It was hard for an eight-year-old kid or six-year-old kid to be playing Mario, trying to figure out the, the hidden areas and all that shit. That shit was hard. Is um is uh was that in our chat? Was that on Twitch uh, right now? Yeah, that was that was in our Twitch chat. Yeah. Oh, he, there he goes. Yeah. Speed golfer. What's up, speed golfer? Shen Hoyt from the group. So <laughs> I guess that's where we need to be. Yeah, they better. They got to do something this time, or else they're, they're going to be wasting money. So I can't wait. Hopefully, it's some cool idea. Um, yeah, hopefully it pans out. <sighs> yep. Anyways, that's about all we have for the show this week. Um, don't buy the prototype bundle that just came out. It's called the Prototype Biohazard Edition or something like that for the Xbox One and the PS4. Don't buy it. Don't fucking buy that shit. It's not an HD remastered. It's not even a remastered at all. It's just Prototype and Prototype 2 ported from the t- from the last gen systems to the new ones. Same graphics. Uh, but instead of making it backwards compatible, now that the Xbox One has it, they said, you know what, we're going to make it for next gen systems and we're going to just sell it at $50 a piece. So uh, we we got we to gotta end the show soon because I know Rebecca's supposed to come in. I think she's supposed to come in at 9.15 or else I'm supposed to, I don't know, maybe I'm supposed to contact her to come and stop Brink's computer. Yeah. Anyways, let's send the show. Anyways, Brink of Eternity, how to leave everybody. His gamer tag is Brink of Eternity. Spelled just like the way it sounds on Xbox Live. Find him on there. Adam, he's a cool dude to play with. He obviously plays The Witcher, and he plays first-person shooter games quite a bit because I've played with him quite a bit. Um, Captain Hook couldn't make it this week. 
Captain Hook, CPT, and Hook. No, 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 no. He doesn't get a shout out. He couldn't make it this week. No, no, no. He doesn't get a shout out because he uh-huh. literally did not. We have no idea what's going on with him. No shout out for Hook. It's for a uh. I'm just calling it uh. <laughs> oh, oh. No shout out. <laughs> I hope he gets pissed off at this. <laughs> Anyways, I am Jesus Walks A Lot. You can find me on Xbox Live. Jesus Walks A Lot. Just the way it sounds. On PSN, the PlayStation Network, you can find me at Jesus walks a lot. G is actually the letter G S U S walks a lot. Um, and you can find me on Twitter, Jesus J W A on Xbox on XBL. I think is what it is. Um, yeah, follow us on Twitter, Horrible Gamers Show, and join our Facebook group, everybody. Uh, Horrible Gamers Podcast. Gamers is always spelled with a Z. Anyways, I'm out of here. Have a good night. Yes, you can find me in the club, bottle full of bub. Uh, yeah, um, they call me IAMS on everything. They call me IAMS, all one word, spread out. Find me there. Um, also, thanks to the people who came, who are in our chat, our Twitch chat tonight. Uh, I just want to say special thanks to Speed Golfer, The Cowboy Way, Gunny Chief, uh, all the guys who showed up. Um, if there was anybody else, no, I don't think, but... Uh, thanks, guys, for for coming and um, and uh, visiting. Rob left. Or- yeah, I believe Rob is gone. Okay. Um, Anyways, Rob is the king of Zed on Xbox Live. You can find him on there. Adam, he plays basically every Xbox game. He's not a big multiplayer guy, but he will talk games with you and play pinball effects too. Yeah. Yes. So thanks, everyone, and have a good night. Thank you. H-G-H-H-G-G-P. The Horrible and the Gamers. That's why they call themselves the Horrible Gamers. Put Z at the end. Why do put a Z? Because it's cool. At least that's what they think. We, we got the king of Zed. Brink of eternity. Jesus walks a lot. And Imes. Yeah, they call him Imes. And we, and we can't forget the last laugh, but not the least, least. C-P-T-N hook. H-G-E-P. The horrible gamers. Z- Z- Z-